On this episode, we talk to Matt J. Moore, and we talk everything cryptocurrency, specifically Bitcoin. Everything that I didn't know, maybe things you didn't know, but it's exciting stuff. Savers are losers? Did he really say that? He did. We talk about the difference between currency and money. So sit down, push play. When you listen to it, share this with somebody. Hey everyone, welcome to Unstoppable. My name is Ralph Graves Jr. and my passion is seeing you experience life transformation. Every week on this show, I will bring you inspirational stories of some of the most unstoppable people on the planet. I can't wait to share these stories with you and I hope that you'll share them with your friends. If you're looking to join the Unstoppable community and receive weekly lessons challenging you to live your best life, why don't you join me at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Okay, let's dive in. What's happening, Unstoppable people? Welcome to another podcast. We are here today with Matt J. Moore, Bitcoin cryptocurrency expert. You're probably saying, you know, hey, Ralph, why why are you having this? Because I, I don't know anything about cryptocurrency. And ladies and gentlemen, it's not going anywhere. So it's my job to educate us. If I'm getting some new information and some education, I'd like to educate you. So. Matt, welcome, man. Welcome to the podcast, man. Yeah, absolutely. As you can tell, I'm always representing my uh, my Bitcoin radio show. I'm uh, as you should be. As you yeah, should be. I know it works out really well. People are like, "Can I scan your QR code?" And, uh, yeah. and it's like an instant business card. So it's it's. Been I have good. to get that QR code on on my t-shirts. Yeah, man, that um, works great. People are always like, "Can I scan your shirt?" <laughs> <laughs> Matt, let's go, jump right into it, man. Cryptocurrency, it's here. To stay, it's not going anywhere, ladies and gents. It's not. It's we can fight it. We can say it's not going anywhere. So you you might as well be educated on it and understand what it is. And I have zero understanding of it. So that's why Matt is here today. Matt, right. where did this start? Where did it come from? What, what's going on with it? Let's yeah. start there. How did this start? So the underlying technology for things like cryptocurrency uh, is called distributed ledger technology. The most uh, commonly known one is blockchain technology. Okay. Uh, and, and, thing, and the first cryptocurrency uh, was Bitcoin. And Bitcoin originated uh, – the, a guy by the name of Satoshi Nakamoto, which is a, a alias that he went by – online who was a developer programmer uh he basically put together some existing technology like sha 256 which is an algorithm i use cryptography um and he he really put together a masterpiece when it can't when it came to a digital form of money and the reason why i say masterpiece is because for the first time in human history what satoshi nakamoto was able to do was to create a system that could not just be a payment network and a form of money but also create scarcity and originality in a digital okay. world, which is really hard for people to uh, wrap their mind around because we're so used to copying and pasting digital information. And we haven't really asserted true value to digital information because it is it can be reproduced so easily and so fast. So that's really kind of the, the game changer in all of this is digital scarcity uh, and originality. And, um, and I might add is, you know, it kind of started off as just this experiment, uh, you know, this open source uh, code uh, software that was distributed across the Internet. A cypherpunk community uh, started to utilize it um, and started to play around with it. And, you know, Satoshi Nakamoto said in some of his writings, he said, you know, you guys might want to hang on to some of this in case it becomes something. 
Okay. Uh, and uh, but the guy uh, shortly disappeared after a couple of years of working with this this community of developers and cryptographers. And, uh, and, and people weren't really concerned about who the creator of Bitcoin was because it was open source code. So any developer could go through it and, and look through it and, and see how it works and make sure everything's kosher. So you could literally look at the inside workings of it. It's kind of like I, I make the equivalent of geometry. Uh, I don't necessarily need to know uh, who created geometry. Yeah. Uh, I just know that geometry works. Okay. Uh, you know, so it's it's apart from its creator. So the 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 question is: Is it currency? Is it money? Can I? I mean, can I spend it? Right. Does, does, oh, well, it, does it help me right. purchase freedom? Right. Right. <laughs> uh, so. That that question is a loaded question because most people don't realize that there is a difference between money and currency. Okay, uh, there actually is a difference. Okay, um, okay. And, and what and I can kind of break that down. But the, the key difference between what makes something a currency and a form of money are really these attributes because they money and currency both share all of these attributes except for one, um, and that is medium of exchange. They both share that unit of account, portable, durable, divisible. And fungible basically basically means it's interchangeable. But the one characteristic that money has that currency doesn't have is a store of value. Uh, and what I mean by that is that ability to store your purchasing power over a long period of time uh, without having to lose purchasing power. Uh, that's really what creates something a good form of money. Uh, what we have today, we've been programmed to believe that currency is money. Um, but currency is not limited. Currency is a horrible store of value, as many people could testify okay. over the last two years. You know, 40% of all of the dollars in existence today were created in the last two years. Uh, and so inflation, uh, money printing, um, all of this stuff is very bad for, for people's well-being long term. Uh, people get excited because of free money. But what they realize is once that velocity of money picks up in the economy, that money buys them a whole lot less. Okay. Okay. Our currency. See, even I, even I will will butcher currency and money because I'm so used to using the word money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can people buy things with cryptocurrency? Can I go to the car dealer and buy my car with cryptocurrency? Yeah, there's there's plenty of places you can use your cryptocurrency to buy goods and services. Uh, I was just in Miami for the Bitcoin conference, and it's a big uh, cryptocurrency ecosystem down okay. there. Lots of restaurants will, will accept it as a form of payment. You can go to Overstock.com and buy stuff. You can buy a Tesla with it. Uh, AMC Theaters. Of course, you can buy. Uh, you can of course, you can buy a Tesla with it. Right, right, yeah. Uh, you can buy. I mean, so there's 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 plenty of things. I mean, you could, like I said, you could buy your movie ticket uh, at AMC with cryptocurrency. But I actually, um, because of the stage of adoption that we're in, I actually discourage using it as a form of payment. Okay. Um, and and the reason being is I don't want to be that guy who spent ten thousand bitcoins on two pizzas just to realize years later that I could have been a multimillionaire uh, if I had just hang on to that money and not spent it. And, and, the, and the explanation for that is when something like Bitcoin is becoming a form of money, uh, money goes through an evolutionary process. And what we're experiencing with Bitcoin is this emergence of, of a free market form of money, mm -hmm. where first it's a collectible, 
Then it moves into this store of value phase, which is what we've entered in with Bitcoin. Then it becomes a medium of exchange once there's enough people who have adopted it. And then it becomes a true measure of wealth. So we've got we've got a little bit more time uh, before we start seeing it used uh, on a more frequent basis uh, for a medium of exchange. So, so where, where are we in that stage? Are, are, are we getting closer it? for it to being a true measure of wealth? Um, we're, we're probably looking at maybe another 20 or 30 years uh, before it's like a okay. true measure of wealth. I mean, I think, you know, people like I myself who've been in the space, I already see it as a true measure of wealth. I don't measure my wealth in dollars. I measure it in Bitcoin. But I think when I talk about the entire globe, getting to a point where they understand these concepts. I think we do have a handful of years. I mean, the, the analogy that I make is it's it's 1997 and people are starting to use Netscape and people don't really, you know, they still have the question of, is yeah. email internet? Yeah. Is the internet email? How does it work? Do I write to it? So yeah, we're early in still. Yeah. Because somebody's saying, somebody's saying, Ralph, Matt, can I pay my rent with Bitcoin? Can I pay my mortgage? Yeah, I mean, somebody... Somebody's asking that question. Yeah, I mean, I for instance, I'm a landlord. Uh, I've given people the option to pay me in cryptocurrency. In fact, I've had one tenant uh, pay me in Bitcoin um, uh, just because that's what I, I would prefer to be paid in um, because it is right. an appreciating asset uh, as we go through this evolutionary process. But again, I feel sorry for the people who are paying me in Bitcoin. They should not be yeah. paying me in Bitcoin so, right now because they, they are losing a <laughs> significant amount of wealth over a long period of time. Wow. All right. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm starting to gain a little traction. I came in here and I wanted to do this interview with zero knowledge of anything. So I've, sometimes I find myself doing interviews and, and calling myself an expert in the area. But I have to admit, I know zero about this, but it's something I want to get involved in. I'm the guy that has a little bit of money on at, at Robin's Nests and, and watching my Twitter stock climb up through the roof because our buddy Eli right. wants to buy it and you know uh <laughs> look pastor look, i'm a pastor of a church but i'm not ashamed to tell you i threw some dollars at the cannabis company <laughs> yeah, medical exactly. medical cannabis exactly. medical cannabis yeah though. i'm not i don't I never i don't use it but i i i, I see trends i see trends exactly. uh, <laughs> i love it you know uh but but i i want to if if i because i i know i i try to I, I try to um, I try to not predict the future, but I, I try to look at patterns. Right. I try to look at patterns. The pattern of our future is in cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. What's the other one? Ethereum. Yeah, there's right? there's Ethereum. There's a handful of other. I mean, there's thousands Ethereum, of yeah. cryptocurrencies. And if you were to ask me, okay, ninety uh, percent of those are going to fail. Um, so the plays in the right ones, I think, will go really well for people um, because is a um, just like in the dot-com boom even though we're not buying into companies per se you're buying into networks um you're still going to have the same effect where in the dot-com boom you had a lot of people you know you had pets.com amazon.com and you know if, right, you had, right. if you made the right bets you're probably sitting pretty you know during during all of that so and and I, you know I, I always make the analogy the amount of opportunity in this space is far outweighs the disruption that took place with, with the internet. I mean, crypto is going to do way more. And the reason why I say that is most of the money in the uh, dot-com boom was American money. And the, the top of that uh, bubble was about $6.7 trillion in market capitalization. And um, right now, cryptocurrency as a whole, you're, you're sitting at around $2 trillion in market cap, and it's, a, it's global money. Yeah. So 
Um, it's going to make the dot com boom look like a picnic. Yeah. I I I kind of figured it it would uh, because now I think uh, probably last year last spring I'm I'm listening to the radio or podcast and they start talking about filing you know claiming your Bitcoin and your taxes no and I said oh they're going to tax it that means it ain't going anywhere <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> and they go so all right how wealthy does one need to be let's get to Bitcoin exclusively and specifically because that's what you do that's who you are. How does one need to be wealthy to, to get involved with Bitcoin? Like what kind of wealth does a person need? Does 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 the young man, young lady who's just tr- how much do they need just to get in? Well, to answer that question, you you could start as small as one dollar or you could start as one full Bitcoin, which I if I were to look at the price right now, I think is sitting around forty thousand dollars. So um, one Bitcoin is forty thousand dollars, but we can buy a that coin. You can buy a fraction. So right. in other words, uh, Bitcoin, each Bitcoin is divisible by eight decimal points. So the, the smaller unit of a Bitcoin is called a Satoshi. Um, and uh, the, a lot of the slang in the, in the industry is, you know, stack sats, which is short for Satoshi. Um, and each, you know, since it's divisible by eight decimal points, I believe it's 100 million Satoshis that make up a Bitcoin. So it's obviously way more divisible than a, a dollar or any form of other currency. Okay. Um, you, you literally could start, you know, with one dollar, uh, or you could start with forty thousand dollars. Really? Yeah. So I could I could take my little bit of change out of Robin's Nest and put it all in the Bitcoin. You could absolutely. There's yeah. no, there's no there's no barrier to entry. Now, what is the what what is 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 what is the difference between the regular stock market, and Bitcoin? Like like what are pros and cons? Talk to us about that. So um, because the, the market capitalization for cryptocurrency is significantly smaller than a lot of your traditional markets, uh, the volatility in the space is more, uh, but people actually, uh, I think, should celebrate the volatility because that's how you make money. Um, a lot of people will say diversify, you know, protect yourself. And, and a lot of people will diversify their assets and they don't like volatility quite as much when they're trying to protect their assets. But if they're trying to grow their wealth, uh, volatility can actually work in your favor. And um, despite its you know, 30 to 50% drops in price, on average, uh, year to year, Bitcoin has doubled. Um, and wow. so if you, if you take a 30,000 foot view uh, from the last 13 years, uh, Bitcoin has been the best performing asset over the last decade. And I, I was having a debate on public television with a, with a financial advisor mm. uh, saying he had a fiduciary responsibility to, to protect his clients. And I said, well, sir, excuse me, but you have a fiduciary responsibility to at least provide 1% exposure to your clients to the best performing asset in the world over the last decade. I said, yeah. it's kind of irresponsible not to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm writing this down, man. Cause I, I need these notes. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You're good. The biggest and best perform. You guys hear that? The biggest and best performing asset of, of how long of, 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 last decade. of the last decade, uh, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, again, I don't want to be the guy who missed it because of ignorance. We're both believers and we know that the Bible says that my people suffer. Why? Yep. They don't know. Lack of knowledge. You know, um, 
Yes, we believe in biblical principles for the believers that are listening or watching the podcast. We believe it. We exercise it. God has blessed it. Uh, but I, I, I also believe that God wants us to be in the know. And there are other ways God wants to continue to bless us. And I just I just don't want to be left out, man, when it when it, um, you know, 20 years from now, you know, and I'm well, it's funny you bring that up because, um, you know, I myself um, truly believe that this technology and this democratization of monetary policy and money itself will play a, a significant and important role in what I call a great wealth transfer that's getting ready to take place. And I've had many prophetic people uh, that I know and that I follow say that cryptocurrency is going to play a part in, in bringing large sums of wealth to the church. Um, yeah. And so, you know, that's why I do the radio show and that's why I put it on a podcast platform. That's why I go and teach chamber of commerce and lawmakers. Like this is stuff that we need to know about um, because I feel like Christians can often, and this is not a bash or anything. It's just a criticism, which is, I think we tend to put our hand, our head in a hole and yeah. ignore things that we don't understand when in reality we should have a mindset of curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're not you're not being critical. We do that. You know, yeah. the Lord will work it out, but he, he's <laughs> going to work it out through getting to know he is going to work. it out. And I have to say this. And 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 uh, if you listen to the podcast, you know, the deal anyway, um, to, to the believers, me and me and Matt were joking about this before we came on. This is not the mark of the beast. This is not this is not. Right. This is not the mark of the beast. All right. Matt said something early on. He said, Pastor, listen, to receive the mark, you have to deny Christ. Neither <laughs> one of us <laughs> are denying Christ. We're just telling you the deal. We're, we're, we're kind of we're kind of giving you an insight of where monies are going and where you're going to have to um, at least have some understanding. Right. Uh, of, of of this and 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 being right. you, you ought to you ought to have understanding of all things so you can join the conversation at least yeah and i would say you know it really helps people to understand the problem before they start understanding cryptocurrency because yeah. it's easier for them to understand the solutions and the problems that cryptocurrency is trying to solve if people really knew the darkness and the luciferian roots of the current fiat money system yeah. uh they, i think they would feel a little bit different than what what's happening uh, in this emerging market of cryptocurrency. I mean, within any system, whether it's a business, whether it's a government, whether it's any kind of entity, there's always good players and bad players. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, money is one of those conversations that we just don't have a conversation about on a, on a regular basis because it's seen as taboo sometimes. To, yeah. Oh, don't talk about money. Don't talk about politics. Don't talk about religion. And you know, in reality, money is a representation of our time, labor, energy, and freedom that we use on a, on an economic scale. And yeah. to, to, to know that, you know, you can protect yourself by utilizing the right form of money, I think is a very important because if the type of money that you're using is compromised, then your life, your energy, your freedom, your life force is compromised. You essentially are a slave. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and I want to leave a legacy. It's not just for me. I got some folks coming up behind me. Uh, I want to, I want to leave a legacy so they don't have to, they can carry on with their life's purpose without having to worry about money or currency. <laughs> you know, that that's my job as the family patriarch to leave them something so they can be about their purpose. So many of us die without reaching purpose because we work for 30 years in a place that really is out of our lane. We just accepted it because 
you know, it's it's it pays the 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 mortgage. We get a little pension. We get a gold watch at the end, and uh, we we don't leave anybody anything. He lived, he died, and that that was it. You know. Um, all right, let's get back to this Bitcoin. Let's get back. I want to invest, okay? So say I take my little. Um, I, I come to you, and I'm 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 making this public because I you were the first guy to kind of give me some insight on this. I when I do this, which will be very shortly. I'm getting down with you, Matt. I'm finding your website. Sure. Get no, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna take Ralph on as a client and say, don't put it there. Let's let's put it here. You know. Right. Um, so how so you said a person can invest in dollar a dollar. So how the, what does that look like? They they come to your website, mattjmore.com, right? Come to your website yeah. with a dollar, a two dollars. What what happens with that? So typically, uh, when I consult people, I'm actually not a money manager, but I will teach people how to fish. Okay. So I won't take I won't take somebody's money personally. And I mean, obviously, I get paid for my time, but I don't. Yeah. I won't take their money and invest it uh, myself. Uh, in fact, I want to teach people how to be their own custodian, how they can be responsible for their own financial freedom. Yeah. Um, and uh, some people like that, some people don't. But the easiest way that you can do it is setting up an exchange account with a third party that is basically offering to take your cash, turn it into cryptocurrency and allow you to deposit into your own wallet. Um, those are there's plenty of services in America that that offer that whether that be a physical ATM in some kind of gas station or mall whether it be um, you know an, an exchange. Really, let's pause. You said that kind of fast. An ATM. There are ATMs. Uh, so here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, there's plenty of Bitcoin ATMs around the city. Oh. Uh, you can go and put physical cash in it, and as long as you've got a a, a mobile wallet on your phone, uh, you can scan your wallet address, and the ATM will deposit cryptocurrency into that mobile wallet uh, after you've put the cash in. So um, you can do a transaction that way. The transaction fees are a little bit pricier to do it that way. Yeah. Um, but the the cheapest way is to probably most likely use a use an exchange. Now, now, how do I know I'm gaining wealth or gaining traction as I buy Bitcoin? Do I, I, I like in, in the market? You can kind of watch it go up and down. You can say, "Wow, my share I bought it at ten dollars is now up to fifty-seven dollars." You can kind of yeah. watch that go happen. Yeah. So, so regardless of what kind of wallet you have, uh, mm-hmm. or whether you're just strictly using an exchange account, um, they they will actually have the the price charting. Uh, within the app itself, and you will see your cryptocurrency and dollar equivalent in value uh, represented within the application itself, depending on what it's doing minute by minute. Uh, So you can actually watch it in real time, um, but a lot of people will go crazy if they sit there and watch their uh, their accounts all day long. Yeah, I noticed that, and I keep shouting now. I'm not shouting now. I'm just keep talking about Robin's Nest. Robin's Nest, if you're listening, you owe me some money. Uh, (laughs) Giving you free press globally right about now. So, I, so is Robin's Nest would be that third, that that third. Yeah, so Robin's Nest would be like a third party. All right. So I go to Robin's Nest. I take my little bit chump change in Robin's Nest. Right. I, I, I take it out and I, I, I kind of well, I kind of transfer it over into Bitcoin. Yeah, you you can do that by again doing physical cash at an ATM. You can link a bank account to to an exchange account. Uh, you could open up Cash App, and you, they give you the ability to buy uh, Bitcoin right through Cash App. I believe. Really? Ben, ben, yeah, yeah. PayPal as well, um, and then even here locally in Tulsa, there's a there's a bank that was the first one in the country to offer cryptocurrency uh, custodial services and buying and selling. Uh, with their banks. You could actually have your checking account here and your cryptocurrency portfolio here on their app, and you could literally buy and sell 
with their application. So even banks realize that this is the future, that if they don't uh, start offering some kind of custodial or buying and selling feature within this space, they're probably going to go extinct. Because um, Go ahead. I know you had a question. There. No, no. Let me go back. Yeah, and and I'm, I'm, I'm just glad you sent all that. So let me go back to my original because I, I start going off on the on the other stuff on the uh, ATMs. How do how does a person watch their wealth? How can they monitor it? Like I can see my wealth grow at the. How do I know my wealth is growing? I'm putting in daily. I'm putting in weekly. I talked to somebody earlier, and they were like, "Yeah, man, you know, we were given the advice to kind of put in, you know, by daily or by weekly, by by a weekly." It's like the stock market, it goes up and down rather than just take a grand and throw it in there. Right. You know, even putting in a little. So how do I know that that's really growing? And if I need to get to it, how do I, 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 how do I get to it? Yeah. So, so when, when, whether you have a, a wallet that's on your phone or whether you're using an exchange account, uh, however you've linked payments uh, to these accounts, whether it be through a bank account, debit, debit card, whatever you can buy. And then in your account balance, it'll show your cryptocurrency, the dollar value, and based off of what it's trading in the market at, at every minute, the, the price fluctuates. And you can yeah. monitor it. You can watch it. Like even though cryptocurrency is not like stocks, you can watch it like stocks. So okay. the applications that you have on your desktop or on your uh, mobile device uh, act a lot like something like a, a Robin Hood. Or uh, a, or some other kind of platform where people would buy and sell stocks yeah, and follow yeah, wealth yeah. and the growth of it. So yeah, exactly. do I check? Yeah. Do I check my wealth uh, in in how it's doing every day? Yeah, but I don't I don't sit there and watch it every minute. But yeah. um, you know, there's. If, if, did I answer your question there, or am I still you, kind of? No, responding? you did. You did. I I, I think you did. Um, my listeners are sharp. They 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 understood. I'm just I'm just not grasping it like I should. All right. So oh, yeah. Bitcoin, right? Yeah. I mean, so is it is it one thing? You know, because over at um, I keep calling it Robin's Nest. It's Robin Hood. Robin's Nest is something completely different over here in Jersey. Right. But Robin Hood, <laughs> you know, like I said, you can see the companies. Bitcoin is not a company. Yeah, it's it's not a company, but it, it's also it's kind of like trading. Again, it, the reason why it's kind of weird for people to understand is it's not a company, but it's also not just a form of money because you could you could say the forex markets where people are trading uh, currencies based off yeah. of different valuations. Um, so cryptocurrency acts very similar to that in which you know you're you're just watching the value and the price appreciation of something fluctuate. Um, because the open market is trading back and forth, you know, okay. uh, somebody's willing to sell it at this price and someone, somebody's willing to buy it at this price. So yeah, you, you measure it a lot like you would watch stocks or Forex trading, but it's just a, an entirely different asset. Yeah. Yeah. Now guys, he has a radio show. What's your radio show? Where, where can they find yeah. it? So, uh, KRMG here in lo locally in Tulsa, which is 102.3 FM, uh, we're, we're Sundays every five to six. Uh, but I populate it on um, every major podcast platforms like iTunes, Google Podcasts, okay. Spotify. Right. Um, so, I try to get it Matt, out there. Matt J. Moore? Yes. Yeah. So, if you go to mattjmore.com, you can find all the details on, okay. on all of that. I just wanted to say that because they might have some questions for you later on. Yeah. So, I, so, um, what is the first, and I'm trying to get some free advice from you today, and you and I are going to work together yeah. after this. <laughs> What's the first piece of advice you would give to somebody coming to you? I have another question too, but somebody coming to you, first piece of advice when it comes to, what would you say? I'm like, all right, Matt, you yeah. got 300 bucks, man. I got $300. Yeah. 
what I'll so do, what piece I'll of advice, uh, first piece of advice is get off zero. Um, basically means <laughs> get in the game because yeah. the moment that you put skin in the game, you're going to have interest in learning how it works. And yeah. even though I don't tell, I don't tell people to do exactly what I do. And, and it's not because I don't believe in, in my advice. It's more so I want people to sleep well at night. And, yeah. and because I'm not legally a financial advisor, I always tell people, like, listen, this, this is what I'm doing. Uh, and, but before you start going, you know, head deep into this, you need to really do some homework because people can, can really get, um, either a discouraged or they can lose a lot of money because they don't know what they're doing. Um, and, and so it's not financial advisors can't really help you with this stuff. Um, this is not a regulated, uh, industry yet. And, um, I have financial advisors send people my way all the time because they can't help them buy or sell cryptocurrencies. Yeah. So, um, I, I, you know, learning, learning how to use your own wallet, learning how to be uh, your own custodian, how the technology works. I think all these things are important and you don't have to be a tech genius to, to, to figure out the basics of this stuff. Um, you know, do your, like I've got reading and videos people can watch, um, because you just, you just gotta be smart. Yeah. I mean, you know, and like you said, I'm looking at savings account versus purchases in Bitcoin. You know, and yeah. I got young people listening to this, man. Listen, I call them young people, but my my they're my children and their age, they're not kids. They're in their thirties, thirties and late twenties. Um who really don't see the value in a traditional savings account. Right. And I would actually advise against it too. Um not yeah. because I not because I don't believe in saving. Uh, it's just because the way the monetary system works right now, uh, savers are losers. Uh, because inflation, you will not beat uh, inflation with a traditional savings account based off of the rate of inflation and how, how the system creates money uh, today. Uh, you'd be lucky to get 1% or 2%, uh, yeah. you know, God forbid, on a, on a traditional you know, savings account or CD or something like that. Whereas yeah. in cryptocurrency... Uh, you can not only see 200% returns a year, um, but you can also um, do what they call um, stable coins, which is like a dollar equivalent. And you can earn you know, anywhere from 6 to 10% uh, interest on, okay. on the quote unquote digital savings accounts. Wow. Uh, and regulators are actually up in a tizzy right now about some of this stuff because these these companies that are offering these solutions in this new monetary system uh, are essentially outcompeting the banks. That there's no way the banks can offer a true um, you know interest rate that can wow. preserve your purchasing power over a long period of time. I, I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm thinking in the realm of organizations. You know, organizations should be buying some Bitcoin. <laughs> right. and, oh, and they are. They are. There's plenty of. Uh, Plenty of publicly traded companies that have put Bitcoin on their balance sheet to to fight yeah. inflation. Uh, yeah. MicroStrategies being one of them, being the largest holder. Uh, Tesla as well. Um, and so hey everybody, Elon, Elon Musk has Bitcoin, yeah. and you're and you're sitting and you're sitting home still arguing with yourself about it. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, and so what I think people are are, are realizing is they've got to take drastic measures. 
in order to survive the uh, economic uh, situation that, that we're in. Because even though uh, inflation is at what roughly 8, 8.5% based off of the standard CPI, the way that we measure inflation, uh, if we actually measured it the way uh, that, the, that we did in the 80s, uh, inflation would actually be closer to 15 to, to 20 percent, uh, and and there's no way that the Federal Reserve can hike interest rates high enough in order to combat the inflation. So it's essentially going to be a runaway inflation situation because they'd have to hike interest rates higher than 8.5 percent in order to uh, control the situation. But if they were to raise interest rates that high, you're talking about not only a deep recession but a depression, a complete collapse. Uh, in the financial markets. Um, and so the only way out of this situation, which every fiat currency ends in the same manner if you study monetary history, uh, which is hyperinflation. So we're looking at a uh, potentially a Venezuela Venezuelan situation, uh, wow. although Although the dollar will be the last one out of all of the fiat currencies to most likely suffer this fate, uh, still losing 8 to 10% of your purchasing power a year is not fun for anybody. No, no. No, it's not. It's not. Man, I tell you, you have really educated us today. I wanted to ask you about NFTs. I, I there's another. <laughs> what, do yeah. you, what do you know about NFTs, man? What are, you know, it's another thing I'm I'm hearing people talk about, and I'm like, wait a minute, I got to join this conversation. Right. Yeah. In, NFTs are are slightly different uh, than your traditional cryptocurrencies. Um, they utilize the same technology, which is blockchain technology. Uh, yeah. NFT stands for non fungible token, which basically means that there's only one or just a few of these, um, and you can either have it represent a digital asset, like let's say an art piece of artwork, or you can have it represent a real world item. Um, and so, yeah. essentially, what you're doing with an NFT is, and I always make this analogy. I could go to a museum and I could take a picture of the Mona Lisa, but just because I took a picture of the Mona Lisa doesn't mean that I have the real authenticative proof that I have the real one. And so when right. that piece of artwork goes up for sale, you need the credentials and the authentic, uh, you know, the authorized um, information to show that you are the, the, the real owner and that this is an original. So what NFTs are doing is it's taking blockchain technology uh, and creating a unique identifier that, that sits on this distributed ledger. And so when you as a person either own a digital piece of uh, artwork or maybe a real world item, uh, you can prove to the community, to the free market, to whoever you're you know, dealing with that you are the true owner of this asset because you have the private key. You're able to make the signature um, um, on this transaction. And, and th so through a cryptographic, you know, means you can show that you are the real owner. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I'm going to have you come back. We're going to talk about some NFTs too when you come back. Yeah. Guys, let's just starting if you're listening if you just jumped on this podcast and you listen to other episodes maybe you caught this one in the middle whatever the case may be we're talking about bitcoin to my cryptocurrency we're talking about the importance of being in the know and getting involved with it now that's the type of programming i'm trying to bring you at the unstoppable podcast get in there now young people old people alike whatever wherever you wherever you are in your in this this journey of life get involved in it it's not going anywhere it's safer than a savings account. He, he said savers are losers. That's I didn't say it. 
<laughs> hey, listen, again, it's not because I have a thing against savings. I love Matt savings. Jmore.com. Yep. He's an expert on this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, you just rock somebody's world with saying that, man. But I get what I you know, mean. And, and he said it. And everything we're talking about, he's talking to you out of love. He's talking to you out of this is where you want to be in the next 20 years. You know, this right. is where you want to be. This is this is where you want to be. Um, Matt, they can find you at mattjmore.com. Matt, how do they start a relationship with you? Just there on the website? Yeah, yeah. Send me a message on the website. Follow me on social media. Uh, you can reach out to me multiple ways. I love having these conversations and uh, and just kind of sharing what I think the future is going to look like. And you will point them in the right direction as far as their neck. Their uh, what did you call it? An, uh, a third party? You called it something? Yeah, yeah. So there's there's uh, multiple ways you can get into the crypto space. And and what I specialize in is holding people's hands and uh, basically telling them, hey, you want to consider this? Don't do this. You know, it's because I, I've been in the space for six years and I've seen a lot of people really get hurt because they did the wrong things. Yeah. Um, and so I just want to be that sounding board for people so that way they can feel a little bit more comfortable uh, getting their feet wet. Yeah. Because like anything else, guys, you get in it wrong, get around the wrong people. It, it, it can hurt you. It can hurt you. But this is where the future's going. This is it, guys. This is it. It's not going anywhere. You know how you complain about your kids being on the cell phone? Cell phones ain't going anywhere. They're not. <laughs> They're not. So just just reach them that way. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> gamers are not going anywhere. Just reach them there. Just just meet them there. This is not going anywhere. Just just be a part of it. And and. Uh, and and let it let it be something positive in your life and, and be well versed on it. Matt, thanks for your time, man. And thank you for giving me some understanding, man, this last 30 or so minutes, man. Um, like I said, when we get off air, I'm definitely reaching out to you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's MattJmore.com. The name of your company is Matt, Matt Moore. Moore. Yeah. Matt J. Moore. I like his T-shirt. If you're watching the video, if we have the video up, look at the T-shirt. It says, ask me about Bitcoin. And he has his little, what's that, the QR? What's it called? QR? Yeah, it's my website. My website. Yeah. yeah, website right there. Matt is full of knowledge, full of energy. I, you don't seem to be the guy that's going to keep secrets from those of us who have inquiring minds about this, man. No, this is this is a calling. I want I want to save people from the sinking Titanic, which is the monetary system that we're in, uh, yeah. because the the game the rules of the game have changed, and if you don't know why the game has changed, you can't win. Yeah, yeah. Matt, thanks for being on the program, guys. Thanks for listening to the Unstoppable Podcast. My name is Ralph Graves Jr. Until next time, let's be unstoppable together. See you now. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this unstoppable conversation. I want to make a special invitation to you to join the conversation. Every week, we record these conversations live on Fireside. It's a platform that gives you the opportunity to engage with and ask questions to your favorite podcast live. If you want to join us on Fireside and ask our guests the questions you have about their story, head to firesidechat.com backslash Ralph Graves Jr. and click request access. This is your chance to join the interview. Also, guys, I want to invite you to join the Unstoppable community at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Every week, I share challenging lessons and reflection questions so that you can see the transformation in your life that you know is coming. If you can take just 30 minutes of your week to reflect on these questions, I guarantee you'll be on your way to living the unstoppable life you were made for. Join me at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. 
on Unstoppable with Ralph Graves Jr.